I flipped my first house at 21 years old. I just spoke the language. I was always passionate about it. And I knew the product. I knew the market. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Welcome to Agent Power Huddle. We've got a, a top agent interview today with uh, Mr. Bobby Johnson. Right, who I love seeing that you got a surfboard in the back because not only is he a luxury agent, but he's a he's a surfer and he's got a vibe that uh, as you hear a little bit about his story and what he does to generate business, I think it'll all tie together. So, Bobby, thanks for, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, glad to be here. Yeah how uh, how how long have you been in real estate at this point? Oh man, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, so I've been in a little. You know, I know a few things about a few things. <laughs> <laughs> definitely know a few things about things. And did you set out to become a luxury agent or did that just happen along the way? How did, what, tell oh me the story. Oh my gosh. You know, when I got in this in 1999, there, there really wasn't such a thing, you know, um, this area that we're in, you know, you know, a little bit about the 30A market and whatnot. We've, we've spoke about it. I think it just kind of evolved into into that over the past, probably over the past 10 years more than anything. You know, I mean, I was selling lots for 25,000 in 1999 that are now going for close to a million dollars. And, and yeah. people who don't know 30A, so we're in Florida, we're talking like Panama City. How do you describe to people? Do you, do you call the people outside the area 30A? How do you describe the... Uh, well, okay. Well, it's a, it's kind of a designation. A lot of times people... Um, you know, it's a historic highway for, for one thing. It was, you know, really probably got popular, my gosh, probably in the 70s. Um, you know, you got Destin over here, Panama City over here. Between those two, a lot, everyone, when I mention 30A, they don't know where I'm talking about. I mean, I mentioned Seaside where they filmed the Truman Show and they'll they'll get that, right? But they, when I mentioned 30A, I'll say Destin or Panama City, they'll, oh yeah, and I'll say we're right in the middle of all that. So it's really just a... 18 mile stretch uh, of road that is literally surrounded by a state forest everywhere. Like you got to see it on a map. It's pretty amazing. There's just not a lot of properties here. And I think that's what is it made the value just go up like crazy. And all along this, this road are these, uh, are these little communities, which we call uh, PUDs, planned unit, new urbanism, right? Seaside, Rosemary, Alice Beach, Kaya, Water Sound, Watercolor, and they're all kind of unique in their own character. They're all their own separate market. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how it evolved. It, it's really an interesting place. Yeah. And then, so this is this is the panhandle of Florida, guys. Every time I think Florida, right, I forget how how far the uh, the panhandle goes. And so, as you're as you're developing your career, um, did you target like all those little individual neighborhoods you talked about? Did you? target and seek out to become an expert in different ones did did that just happen like how did tell, tell me that part of it so no because there wasn't there wasn't a lot of them weren't there for starters okay they they've really kind of developed um over over the years as being an agent and I, you know i get bored a little easy so you know i had an opportunity i started in this at at St. Joe and St. Joe was the big landholder in our area they they own more land in florida than any other 
than any anyone, right? So they 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 used to be in the paper mill business in Panama City. So when the old timers died off, the new timers decided to develop all of it. I mean, they own a lot of property. So I thought, what a great opportunity! Jump into it, go to business with St. Joe. I was with Arvita St. Joe. And of course, like real estate constantly changes. You never know what's going to happen, right? We're purchased by Caldwell Banker. So next thing I know, I was a Caldwell. I didn't even know what a Caldwell Banker was. I just knew that it was going to be a great opportunity to be working with St. Joe. So I learned right away that I didn't want to be an in-house agent. I would get real bored sitting there. Uh, I just can't do that kind of stuff. So I, I decided that 30A and a little north would become my primary markets. I don't do a whole lot of, of anything else. You know, I focus simply 30A. I do those communities I, a little bit each year in each of them, but it's not my like go-to specifically in one. And there are agents that just focus primary on one of those neighborhoods. I could never do that. I'd get too bored. And, and knowing that you could never do that, I get too bored. I mean, I mean, so Bobby J, and, and how big is your team, Bobby? How many, how many agents you have now at this point? So currently, we we really right now it's uh, myself, my partner Stacy Petrucci, and then we have one buyer's agent, Missy Orman. Okay, yeah, so it's fantastic. Just He's got a fantastic team, but it's just the three of them, and they're going to sell seventy million dollars in real estate this year, right? So like, yeah, they're, I think they're, last year we did. I think we did more like a hundred last year. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a bit, who knows? Maybe it'll be another, we'll see if it's a hundred million, but that, that's a lot of volume for three people to sell. Um, you, you just said it, you get bored easily. It's so funny because some people we talk to that they're very strategic and you know that, that you know, they're going to do this thing over and over. I've never gotten that vision from you, right? You're just like, I, I like to surf and I enjoy what I do and I like my clients and like, you have such a laid back, cool factor to you. I, will, I appreciate that. I'll tell you a quick story about that. I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt you there, but it no, will, go for it. We'll go with what you're saying. So I had a chance to go back to Arvita St. Joe at one point and sell property in Arvita. And I was meeting with the broker and, you know, we're sitting there having lunch. And I said, so um, do I have to, uh, what is there like a, something I have to wear? And she said, oh yeah, you have to wear this, this clothing. And I was looking at it. And I said, what? Strike one. Um, I said, what about floor duty? Do I have to do floor? She's oh yeah, you gotta do floor duty. And I said, okay, strike two. And I said, well, what about if the waves are up? And I mean, like, can I get off if the surf's up? And she's like, no, you gotta be there for floor duty. And I said, well, why don't I just buy breakfast? We'll call it a day because this isn't gonna work out. <laughs> <laughs> so so, so I, I love it because you are. I think there's a lot of agents listeners that probably will connect with what you're saying. Like, like that's the reason why they got into real estate. So how did you build your business? Like where, where did you find clients? You know, so prior to this, I mean, I grew up here that, that helped a little bit. Right. But I okay. also, in the, in the nineties, I had this store and it was called, so for, first of all, my background was, you know, my dad's a contractor. I grinded there, you know, uh, I was in nursing right out of high school. I had a kid when I was 18, got involved in nursing. Uh, I was so I, I was very used to like a lot of work. Right. So then I opened up this art gallery and I knew nothing about art. OK, nothing. OK, um, I've always been one of those guys. Do what you love and the rest happens. Right. I'm a big, big believer of that. Right. Uh, with, and that has risk attached to it, too. You know, so I, I uh, opened this 8000 square foot art gallery. <laughs> in the middle of Seagrove Beach, and it was crazy. But it was next door to the only liquor store, so I knew there was some hope, right? So everybody found the liquor store, so they find me, 
And I created this like juke joint stuff hanging everywhere, surfboards and pictures and paintings. We started selling furnishings and uh, it became wildly successful. I mean, crazy. We were in Southern Living Magazine, Coastal Living Magazine. No idea what I was doing. Well, the, they sold the land out from underneath me. And, and I realized, too, you know, my buddies that were starting to get into real estate, they, you know, they're doing, you know, making $5,000 off of a transaction. And I was bringing an armoire up, you know, 20 flights of slept, uh, stairs making 200 bucks. So I started leaning and thinking more in that direction. And, and um, getting into it, I just knew when they sold it, I, I was just like, I'm, I'm all in, you know, and I just went for it from there. And, you know, and I, and again, I had that same philosophy is like, it'll just, it'll just work out. And it, it did, you know, <laughs> I mean, and so my clients, I guess, I missed the, your question there. So, so my clients, a lot of them came from that art gallery that I had for 10 years. They, that's, that's where it started. Yeah. So, so let me ask a question about that, because this is something that I feel like whether it was the nineties or today, the same concepts will apply someone who's transitioning from another business or they, they know people from other areas. How did you, did you rebrand yourself in their mind that you're not the art gallery guy, you're Bobby J, the, the, the real, the real estate guy now, or how did, how did that process go for you? Yeah, that, that's an interesting question. So, um, you know, I was, I, I, had, I forgot about part of that story. I had, during the last year, I had moved a Caldwell Banker office when we, when we got traded out for that. I had built a Caldwell Banker into my 8,000 square foot art gallery there. So part of it, it was, a, it was an easy transition into, into real estate. And my dad's a contractor. I, I grew up in it. You know, I was flipping houses. I flipped my first house at 21 years old. So you know, real estate was always, I just spoke the language, you know, and I, I was always passionate about it. I speak the language and, and I knew the product. I knew the market, you know, I was just going to say, my guess was, and you just hit kind of, kind of supported that my guess, which is your confidence, the way that you carry yourself, but also combined with the fact that you have really good product knowledge, like, you know, what you're talking about. And that comes to that sense of confidence. I don't think it was hard for your sphere and the people who knew you as the art gallery guy to then see you in a different context because you're, you're just that person that like, okay, you also know real estate, right? Yeah. And you know, I never changed who I was, you know, like I, I, I'm beyond, I wrote my first contract. There's been the stories written about this in a wetsuit on a top of a Jeep. Seriously. <laughs> I literally, the people were getting ready to leave town. I just got done surfing. This was back when we carried our um, uh, contracts in a briefcase in your car. I don't know if you remember those days, right? We yep. didn't do them electronically. I had to meet them. And I said, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm in, um, just so you know, I'm, I'm in my, um, Jeep and I'm, I'm, I got my surfboard. I'm in my wetsuit, but I need you to sign it. So I just swung by and wrapped myself around the towel around my chest and wrote it right there. And I, that's when I knew that I was kind of onto something <laughs> that, I was like, that may have been bigger than me per se, because I literally was just, I, I've never switched from being me. That that's, that's all I know how to be. You know, I, I just, I always feel like if people don't want to work with me and I'm sure there's plenty of people that don't, um, that doesn't really matter to me. I, I've, I've built my fan base one person at a time and it, and it worked out, you know, and I'm not everybody's agent, nor do I want to be. Yeah. Did you have to develop that sense of self that like, you know what, I don't need to be for everyone. I, like, or was that just naturally who you were? Cause that's a really great skill to have. I think it's, you know, my wife always says, if you go to the, you know, 
I have big calves because I, I, I'm on a lot of soapboxes. Basically I I've, I've studied a lot of self-help, you know, and I've really worked on myself a lot. And so I think that through that process and I have, I mean, I, I have, obviously I have great coaching, you know, you and I know what we share, maybe, you know, who are my coaches and, and uh, there's obviously there's moments though, you know, it can, I can get feeling, I mean, there's a lot of young kids coming up in this business that, you know, um, that are doing way bigger numbers than I am, you know? Um, and I try not to get too wrapped up in that. I try to just put my blinders on and, and, you know, I'm always feeling if the grass is greener on the other side, it's time to, you know, t- it's time to mow my own yard, you know? And, and I kind <laughs> I've of never heard that. I love that. But isn't that, isn't that a good one though? Like, this is a business where we're constantly comparing ourselves to what other people are doing and, and all this stuff. And I see agents all the time. They're doing this on social media and they're trying to figure out what everybody else is doing. And I'm like, focus on your, yourself, be a better version of yourself today than you were yesterday. And it'll, it'll grow, but it might not grow like this person's grew. It may take you two years. I know an agent that's a rock star that didn't sell a property for three years. Took her three years to get one under her belt. Took what it took. You know? so, so, we're, so, so for someone who gets bored, because it's funny, so Lenora put in the comments, she gets bored too. I think a lot of agents have that. You've done this for so long. How do you keep yourself engaged? Like, uh, or is it just that you give yourself the freedom to go surf when you need to? The waves are up. Like, what, what's, how, does, how does that work for you? I do, tr- I do know that I, I try to go on a surf trip every quarter. That's a big deal for me. I try to get out of town. There's no doubt about that. Um, I was working with a new agent on a deal the other day, um, though you just I just thought of this and he didn't know what he was doing, but his enthusiasm, I, I just wish, you know, what happens in this business is uh, as we do it for a long time, our knowledge, we start here, we have no knowledge, but our enthusiasm's here, right? And then as we get the knowledge, our enthusiasm goes down. And I think <laughs> a lot of it is because we're just getting so much thrown at us buy this. Everyone wants a cut of our leads and all this stuff. So you've really got to develop. And this is what's kept me from getting burnout is, and I used to fight this, is having a good plan in place. So I know when I can get my windows to get away and I know what I need to do in the morning to keep my head right. You know, I do a lot of, you and I have spoke about it. I'm a big, you know, surfer. I'm a big cold plunger. I do a lot of yoga. I, I, I take care of my mental health. And my physical health, like, like I, I, as bad as I need water, I need that stuff in my life. I love it. But by, by the way, I saw, I saw Jason, a guy named Jason Thorman jumped on here, uh, who's with us live. And he might even be driving to the ocean to surf as we speak. Who knows? Another, another All surfer. Right. surfer All right. So, 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 so if anybody who's here live, by the way, if you guys have questions for Bobby, feel free to put them in the chat box or unmute yourself. But, but I've got one kind of bringing it back to, to today, the, the kind of the, where do, do you do any, conscious lead generation like what do you do to get your clients today or is it just you've done it for so long they just keep showing up i mean that you do significant volume of business sell 100 million last year where, where do all these clients oh, go? i would say 70 percent of my business maybe more is referral repeat and i have some fantastic systems in place to keep in touch with people and texting the right people you know i keep in touch with my what i call my raving fans you know those are a regular basis try to reach out to those people all the time that builds big spec houses and different things like that. And then, and then I kind of have layers to, to all of that of, 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 you know, not just 
an email blast, but I'm really adamant about making sure everyone, because I don't think we're in the real estate business. We're actually in the data collection business. And I'm really adamant about this stuff getting into the system so I can reach back to people. That's that's for referrals and repeats, right? But unfortunately, as I'm getting older, a lot of my people think about it. I got in this a long time ago and I'm 55, okay? So a lot of my good clients were 15, 10 years older than me when this all began. Now they're getting to the retirement age. So I am having to go back to the well and dig up uh, dig up new business. So I, I still get a lot of business off of social media, but I do social media. It's a way different than what I used to do it. It's more... It's just who I just put my life out there and I'm mixed in with a few pendings and sold. Right. But then I also, um, you know, obviously website, you know, I have a Boomtown account and everyone will people beat up all these these oh, Boomtown or KV Core or whatever they may be. Right. It's all about and what I've learned. It's all about getting the right people for your pay per clicks ads that that know how to get you in the right place. So and I, that took me probably. 10 years to get the right group of people working for me to get the right leads. We, we work on it. You know, we call it backlinking. You know, you've heard of backlinking, right? Yeah. I work on, we work I, on, I, I have, but in case people haven't, why don't you explain what you mean by I work on negative linking? So I get people that are stuff I don't want to deal with, you know? So I don't want people, I don't want to deal with, you know, condos in Panama city beach. Cause I just don't know them. Right. I don't want to deal with. So I make sure that our website each month is is cleaner on the back side of it and backlinking, meaning how they link you to other sites and they do this in the back end of it. Right. So if you're not careful, you'll get a lot of horrible leads. And what my team works on is getting rid of the horrible leads. So because I don't want a whole bunch of leads. I want good leads. It, big difference. Oh, I love that. Huge right. difference. So, so I, I want to dig into leads for me. Then we'll go back to some of these systems you have for the, you know, referral generation. Cause that's where, you know, a lot, a lot of your business comes from on, on these leads. Um, do you have a different approach? So, cause there, there are, there are agents that definitely still generate leads from, you know, various pay-per-click Facebook ads, whatever it is. Do you have a different approach when these leads show up or like, what is your approach? You know, I try to, I'm just a personable kind of person. I, I, I don't make it about the property right away. I try to locate, recognize the area code. Um, more of a, there's an old program we used to call Ninja Real Estate. I'm looking for about them. Um, I'm looking to learn about, you know, how many kids they have. I'm learning like what, what they do, what their passions are. Um, the property for me is secondary. And, and I can tell you from my experience watching other agents do this, when they send, they get a lead and they text them, you know, way, would you like me to run over there and do a video of the home? You know, of course they want you to do that. Right. But what, or what happens is they tell all the time I hear that, um, well, these leads are no good. But when I dip in and do a little thing and I show them and they're getting better, the team is getting, they're great. My team is great at this. Okay. Um, I'm just talking as a whole, when I had, you know, my last real estate company with a hundred agents, uh, I always heard the, the leads are no good. The leads are no good. Well, I'm believing your, your conversion is no good. You know, you got to get good at how to talk to people from a tax and, and somehow or another, how can you quit making it about the property? Make it about the relationship with them. Find a foothold to where, you know, they're maybe you went to the same college. Maybe you grew up in the same town. Just look for something. There's always like, what do they call it? Eight degrees of separation. Somehow or another, if you can get a little bit of time with them, somehow 
they'll make a connection. And then you've got. Interesting. I've never heard anyone, and this might be the area that you're in, you know, because a lot of people from out of the area, but when you say you look for the area code, what are you looking for when you, their area code? Are you referencing their area code when you, when you reach you know, out to them? Where we, you know, growing up here on 30A, which is more of like a melting pot, and that's a big difference from maybe a lot of other people that might be on the call. No one lives here where I'm at, right? So it's, it's you know, again, it's growing, don't get me wrong. Most of our buyers that, that, that are doing luxury do not live here. So if it's a 615, there's a Nashville, right? I have a daughter in Nashville. I've got a lot of friends in Nashville. Where do you live in Nashville? You know, oh my gosh, my daughter's close by there, you know? Um, 205 is Birmingham. You know, I've got great friends and clients in Birmingham. I go up to concerts in Birmingham. Um, I'm just trying to, and here's the thing, you know, I'm, I think what saved me cause I got in doing that before I knew it was a thing. <laughs> That's just how I, I'm interested in that. So I learned when I was explaining this to somebody one time, they said, Oh, that's that you're doing the ninja real estate. There's a course on that. I'm like, well, I didn't know there was a course. <laughs> I just fell into, I was naturally curious about people. You know, I, when they come down, I want to show them, have you guys ever been, you know, on a paddleboard? Have you ever been fishing? Did you know it's not just the beach? We've got these amazing bays and all these waterways that are, you know, just try to help them out that way and see the excitement in their eyes when I do that. Do, do you take your clients and, and past clients? Like, do you go out paddleboarding, right? Do you take them out fishing? Like, do you, do you do all those sort of things? I try to, you know, I'll be honest with you, though, over the years, um, I see a little bit less of that. I, I used to love that, you know, and a lot of times people want a lakefront home so they can do all that. And then, and then they don't, you know, I'll bring paddleboards over to them. Let's go. It's just, how far away is the paddle to the beach? It's five minutes. I'll meet you Tuesday and I'll take you down there and show you. Oh, we got to, you know, a lot of, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's maybe one in 20 that'll want to do something like that. They're all, everybody's, I don't know. It's like, go, 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 you know, yeah. especially at that, you know, that level, the upper level of real estate there, you know, my son said something one day and I want to, shouldn't say this out loud. Cause it's, a, I, I should write a book off this, but who cares? So we were pulling out of the dock one day and um, with my boat where we get this little Marina. Right. And my son, he's like 12. He said, dad, how come all the best boats never leave the dock? I was like, that is strong. And I said, buddy, they're, they're just working. That's how they can afford that good boat, but they can't afford to use it. You know, you should write a book. That's good, man. You should write yeah, a book. Solid, on that. You know? Why daddy, how come the best boats never leave the dock? And I just was like, Whoa, I took it as a learning teaching moment for, for me. Especially you know? with the industry we work in. As realtors, which is, which is, it's so interesting as you're describing this, because you've managed to create a very high level of success for someone also who's aware of, of still having the things that they love to do in life, if that makes sense. That was the deal I made with myself, Jesse, when I got into it. I said, life, my life will be first. And I was very adamant about that because I had, you know, I come from that construction. I come from uh, working as a nurse eight to eight underneath, you know, and then the gallery, that was seven days a week from eight, from 10 to eight at night. And I never got, I got to get there early. And I was, you know, trying to get my family, you know, raised. And, um, and then when I got in this, the, the commitment I made to myself is that my life is first 
And then I, and then I focus on my real estate and that fortunately that's who I've attracted to get in my wheelhouse, you know? So people that call me and work with me typically know that, you know, they make jokes about it. Hey, you know, it's a song. I know you're surfing, aren't you? And you know what I mean? It's just become a thing. And I got, I get away with it. I call it, I'm at a board meeting. Matter of fact, I think it, one of these things, it says that on my, one of these ads here, it's, it, it, it always says, yeah, here. <laughs> So, all right, so, so we got like three minutes. Uh, I, I just am so curious because I, I feel like so many agents would worry they're going to lose business because of that. And what you said, the clients that don't, that don't want to work with you, they won't. If they know that, if they're giving you a hard time that, oh, you're probably out surfing, do they work with you just because you have such, such knowledge and you're personal, they like you as a person? What, what do you think it is? The number one thing that I think has helped me get away with it is I know my product. And I, I feel I know the market... Um, as good, if not better than anybody else in the entire market. And that, so knowledge is king, you know, and, and with that, it also gives me freedom because we also have to remember, you know, um, you know, time is very, our time is very valuable. And, and um, I am grateful for every client that I've ever had. Um, and I, sometimes and over my you know career, I've lost sight of that at times, you don't have to go back to being thankful and grateful. But then I also have to remind myself at times too, that I bring value too, you know, and I'm bringing value to people. I can tell people where not to buy, you know, I mean, there's value there. I know where it floods here. We are, we're, I mean, look at, watch every hurricane that comes into the Gulf Coast. It's headed towards us. So I, I know where the rain goes. I know where the water flows. I know where not to build. One of the reasons 30A has always been so hot, you know, we have a crazy elevation near the beach. You know, we're 50 foot above sea level. A lot of people don't do, don't know, don't realize that um, in certain areas along 30A. But when we get hit by storms and a lot of rain, the water moves around. And having been here most of my life, I know, I kind of know where not to go to, you know. So you can say, you know, we can mess people's lives up if we stick them in the wrong spot. So your your knowledge really is staggering because you, you come off as such just a humble, easygoing service server, but it's, I think that that combination of being authentic and genuine and easy to approach with really, really in-depth knowledge of your market and, and houses there. It's a great combination. Thank you. Yeah. It's been a fun journey, man. Any, any last thoughts you want to leave people with before we wrap up anything we didn't cover any, any, do you have any like little things you say to yourself on a regular basis? So gosh, you know, I think the number one thing that, we as salespeople and agents can always do is um, this part might come off wrong. Hopefully it doesn't, but I always remind myself to shut up. <laughs> we, we have a tendency to, you know, forget, we got to ask more questions, you know, ask questions and listen. They'll, they'll tell you the, how the properties, properties sell themselves, just be authentic and be a guide and a mentor. The rest happens and and learn your inventory, you know, the, he who knows the most wins. And, and I'm a, I'm look at me. I'm just, you know, old, like you said, old surfer dude that just um, knows his product real well and, and I'm approachable and, and I know when to shut up and I ask a lot of questions. People love to hear. They love when you let them do a lot of talk. People like to talk. So let them. 
I love it. Bobby J, this is awesome. T- truly, I appreciate you spending time here with us. Um, I guarantee people here got a lot out of this. That I just appreciate it. If people want to reach out to you and connect with you, uh, what's the best way for someone to connect with you these days? So um, probably just email bobbyj30a. So that's bobbyj30a at gmail.com. My website is, um, you helped me with that at one point, localrealestate.com. So, which was a pretty good score. And uh, man, I got to get out there one day and go surf with you guys. I, I, I mean, you know, where, where, where's to. the closest wave to you right now? Me, I'm, I'm in Encinitas, California. J- oh, J- Jason Thorman is the other surfer I was calling out here. He's up in, a, he's in Orange County. So we'll, we'll, we, we were down for a surf anytime, man. I am so jelly. I literally, um, I will come out, seriously. Yeah. If y'all take me surfing somewhere. Yeah. I'll put it on anytime. one of my quarter trips and oh, let's do yeah, it. I'd love to, I'd love to meet you guys. Yeah, that'd be great. All Have right. a great day guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye everybody. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the agent power huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the agent collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.